Hi, this is John Butter, Senior Earnings Analyst at Faxet, and welcome to this week's edition of the Faxet Earnings Inside Podcast. The Faxet Earnings Inside Podcast is based on content published in the Faxet Earnings Insight Report, which provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500 and is available each week on the Faxet website at www.faxet.com. We'll start this week's podcast with a preview of the key metrics for the second quarter earnings season for the S&P 500, which is about three weeks away. Then we'll discuss our topic of the week, which is guidance. A high number of S&P 500 companies have issued positive earnings guidance in recent quarters. Has this trend continued in the second quarter? But first, let's look ahead to the second quarter earnings season for the S&P 500. Analysts and companies have been much more optimistic than normal in their estimate revisions and earnings outlooks for the second quarter to date. As a result, expected earnings for the S&P 500 for the second quarter are higher today compared to the start of the quarter. In fact, the index is now expected to report the highest year-over-year growth in earnings since the fourth quarter of 2009. Analysts also expect double-digit earnings growth in the second half of 2021. The above-average growth rates for the second quarter and for all four quarters of 2021 are due to a combination of higher earnings for 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. In terms of estimate revisions, analysts have increased earnings estimates in aggregate for the S&P 500 for the second quarter to date. We typically look at the change in the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index to measure EPS estimate revisions by analysts. The bottom-up EPS estimate for the second quarter has increased by 6.7% since March 31st. Now, this is unusual because in a typical quarter, the bottom-up EPS estimate usually decreases by 4-5% during the quarter. In terms of guidance, more S&P 500 companies have issued positive EPS guidance for the second quarter than average. However, we'll discuss this subject in depth in the second half of the podcast. Because of the high number of companies giving positive guidance and the net upward revisions to earnings estimates, the estimated year-over-year earnings growth rate for the second quarter is higher now relative to the start of the quarter. As of today, the S&P 500 is expected to report year-over-year earnings growth of 62.8% compared to the estimated year-over-year earnings growth rate of 52.1% back on March 31st. If 62.8% is the actual growth rate for the quarter, it will mark the largest year-over-year growth in earnings reported by the index since the fourth quarter of 2009 at 108.9%. The unusually high growth rate is due to a combination of higher earnings for the second quarter of 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in the second quarter of 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. All 11 sectors are projected to report year-over-year earnings growth, led by the energy sector, for which a growth rate is not available due to the year-ago loss reported by the sector, the industrial sector at 347%, the consumer discretionary sector at 201%, the financial sector at 116%, and the material sector at 115%. Looking at future quarters, annuals project double-digit earnings growth for the second half of 2021. During this week, five S&P 500 companies, including one Dow 30 component, are scheduled to report results for the second quarter. High-profile companies expected to report second quarter earnings include Walgreens Boots Alliance. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, which is guidance. Heading into the end of the second quarter, 103 S&P 500 companies have issued EPS guidance for the quarter. 
this number is above the five-year average of 100. Of these 103 companies, 37 have issued negative EPS guidance and 66 have issued positive EPS guidance. The number of companies issuing negative EPS guidance is well below the five-year average of 63, while the number of companies issuing positive EPS guidance is well above the five-year average of 37. In determining whether guidance is positive or negative, we compare the projection of the company to the mean estimate of the analysts at the time of the guidance. If 66 is the final number of S&P 500 companies issuing positive EPS guidance for the quarter, it will mark the highest number of S&P 500 companies issuing positive EPS guidance for a quarter since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2006. The current record is 59, which occurred in the previous quarter. So why are so many companies issuing positive EPS guidance for the second quarter? Well, one of the drivers is the high number of companies issuing positive revenue guidance for the second quarter. As of today, 85 S&P 500 companies have issued revenue guidance for the second quarter. This number is above the five-year average of 77. Of these 85 companies, 17 have issued negative revenue guidance and 68 have issued positive revenue guidance. The number of companies issuing negative revenue guidance is well below the five-year average of 37, while the number of companies issuing positive revenue guidance is well above the five-year average of 40. If 68 is the final number of S&P 500 companies issuing positive revenue guidance for the quarter, it will mark the second highest number of S&P 500 companies issuing positive revenue guidance for a quarter since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2006. The current record is 71, which occurred in the previous quarter. Of the 66 companies in the S&P 500 that have issued positive EPS guidance for the second quarter, 41 of these companies, or 62%, have also issued positive revenue guidance for the quarter. At the sector level, the information technology sector has the highest number of companies issuing positive EPS guidance and positive revenue guidance of all 11 sectors. In terms of EPS guidance, 28 companies in the information technology sector have issued positive EPS guidance for the second quarter, which is well above the five-year average of 18 for the sector. If 28 is the final number for the quarter, it will tie the mark with the previous quarter for the second highest number of companies issuing positive EPS guidance for this sector since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2006. The current record is 29, which occurred in the fourth quarter of 2020. At the industry level, the semiconductor and semiconductor equipment industry has the highest number of companies in this sector issuing positive EPS guidance at 10. In terms of revenue guidance, 44 companies in the information technology sector have issued positive revenue guidance for the second quarter, which is well above the five-year average of 23 for this sector. If 44 is the final number for the quarter, it will mark the highest number of companies issuing positive revenue guidance for this sector since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2006. The current record is 43, which occurred in the previous quarter. At the industry level, the semiconductor and semiconductor equipment industry has the highest number of companies in the sector issuing positive revenue guidance at 16. Of the 28 companies in the information technology sector that have issued positive EPS guidance for the second quarter, 27 of these companies, or 96%, have also issued positive revenue guidance for the quarter. Due in part to the large number of companies issuing positive EPS and revenue guidance in this sector for the second quarter, expectations for year-over-year -year earnings and revenue growth from the information technology sector for the second quarter are higher now relative to the start of the quarter. The information technology sector is currently projected to report year-over-year -year earnings growth of 30.6% for Q2, 
compared to an estimate for year-over-year earnings growth of 19.3% back on March 31st. The semiconductor and semiconductor equipment industry is currently projected to report year-over-year earnings growth of 40.4% for Q2, compared to an estimate for year-over-year earnings growth of 28% back on March 31st. The information technology sector is currently projected to report year-over-year revenue growth of 16.8% for Q2, compared to an estimate for year-over-year revenue growth of 12.4% back on March 31st. The semiconductor and semiconductor equipment industry is currently projected to report year-over-year revenue growth of 23.3% for Q2, compared to an estimate for year-over-year revenue growth of 17.1% back on March 31st. It is interesting to note that with the high number of companies in the information technology sector issuing positive guidance and the upward revisions to estimates for companies in this sector by analysts, the market has rewarded companies in this sector in recent months. Since March 31st, the information technology sector has seen an increase in price of 9.6%, which is the fourth highest increase of all 11 sectors during this period. Overall, the S&P 500 has seen an increase in price of 7.4% since March 31st. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out our full FactSet Earnings Insight report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our Street Account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight podcast. Mm-hmm.